Hey, my name is John Bonham. Welcome to my podcast, Daddy Confessions. I'm an educator and father of two boys. This podcast is for dads and about dads. We will talk about things that dads are faced with as they go through their journey in fatherhood. This podcast is for every kind of dad, from soon-to-be dads to those dads who are now empty nesters. Welcome to another episode of Daddy Confessions. Today, I have with me uh, a returning guest to the Daddy Confessions podcast, uh, old friend of mine. Um, you can tell old friends because they call me BJ and not John. Uh, so today, I have with me, returning to the show, my boy, Isaac. Isaac, yes, go ahead yes, and introduce yes, yourself yes, to the people. Yes, yes. How are you, everyone? Um, my name is Isaac. Um, it is an honor and a privilege to be back. Like I said, uh, you know, it's I don't know. I, I, Mama, we made it because he, he, he called us for episode two. So I must have said something right. But it's an honor and a privilege. BJ, thank you for having me. Um, I'm just a dad. I'm a dad. You know, my daughter is six. My son is two going on three. So, yeah, Daddy Confessions. Thank cool, you. Cool, man. Yeah, thank you for being here. We really appreciate you coming back to the podcast. I always say we. It's just me. It's just me. But I appreciate you coming back to the podcast, coming and talking to me again. Sure. Um, you know, this time, I, I really want this to be focused on you and, and your experience as a father. You know, we had a great conversation with Tunde. Yes. This is This is all about you today, my friend. So I got a couple of questions as we talk a little bit. Feel free to, you know, ask any questions to me as well. Uh, I want to start off with one that, uh, you know, I try to ask everybody like before you had before you got married or, you know, when you, you and your wife were deciding to get married, mm-hmm. did you guys already know that you wanted to have kids? Yes. Yes. We that was something know. that was. So you guys had already negotiated that part of the marriage. We knew children would be a part of the equation. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, did you guys have a hard line on how many kids would be a part of the equation? No. No. We did not. And so you have two now. I have two. Is that it? That might be it. (laughs) That might be it. Woo, that's a a soft, you know, that's... That that might be it, BJ, not to cut you, but, you know... (laughs) multiple reasons as to why that might be it, but I mean, you know, you know what I'm hearing from you, though, if this was spades, that'd be two and a possible. So that's a, that, <laughs> <laughs> but if it was Uno, I'd make you draw four. <laughs> So I mean, you know, but it sounds like the it's like the 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 third child is a far outside chance. Is that, that accurate? You know what it is. Um, given everything that's going on right now between the work schedules mm-hmm. and you know just juggling the two that we have, and you know just a lot of other things, and you know adding another one right now. Yeah. Let me let me rephrase that. Willingly adding another one. Mm-hmm right now intentionally adding another one right now would just be very very difficult very difficult between my wife's schedule my schedule our kids schedule 
it would be tough. It yeah. would be. So that's why, you know, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a long, hopefully. Yeah. No, I hear you on that one, man. It is. And people don't realize, I mean, you know, I, I don't know how people do it with more than two kids because honestly, you know, it's it tough. takes, I guess that's why some people have, I don't know, your wife, your wife works, right? Yes. She you does. know, I, I guess that's why people end up with stay at home parents, right? Somebody's staying yeah. at home. Cause at a certain point, yeah. you just can't make all the schedules work anymore. The more kids you throw into the mix, right? So yeah. Yeah. I mean, growing up, you know, my uh, when you know, me and my siblings growing up, we always had one parent at home. Mm-hmm. You know, my my dad would work in the morning and my mom would work at night mm-hmm. or sometimes they would switch. My dad would work at night. My mom would work in the morning just so that there was at least one parent at home. You know, I'm, I'm one of four. So okay. there's four of us. So, you know, imagine four kids unsupervised or, you know, left with the wrong person. There's got to always be somebody there. So yeah. that's what we knew growing up. And, you know, that's not even in the, 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 the state of the world that we're in now, right. You know, like with the economy and everything. So things have changed a lot, but it still kind of remains the same in terms of being able to juggle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I hear you on that, man. It's, it, it, that's just it's just real keeping it real so you know yeah. if anybody out there is like you can do it you can have four kids and have a career or have nine kids and have a career you know come on the come on the podcast and explain please to tell me. me tell yeah. me how you do explain it. to I, me I'll, how you do it yes <laughs> please i'll take notes that's right that's right so so you guys so you had the conversation you knew that you wanted to have kids you know, you got your, you got a boy and a girl. So you, you know, you, you pretty much done anyway, right? That's how, that's I how people want it. I have fulfilled all my yeah. debts to society. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, so tell me, Isaac, you know, how would you describe yourself as a parent? <clears throat> oh, yeah. I, you know, I, I, this is a great question. I view myself as a parent in a way that, you know, I'm firm when I have to be. Mm-hmm. I'm soft when I have to be, Okay, you know, um, you know, as, especially as a Nigerian with, with my background, with my cultural background, you know, the way we were brought up, you know, some of our beliefs in terms of how we raise our children. Um, you know, we pretty much come from very, very hard lined homes in terms of how we were raised, how we were disciplined and things like that. Um, so a lot of that, we do still try to, implement in our households, in our homes, now that we're parents. Um, but at the same time, in a way, I feel like my generation, uh, you know, we tend to be softer on certain things because we have that honor of growing up here in the United States and, you know, adapting to the the, the system here and, you know, going to school here and, you know, we, we were basically raised different. So there's a lot more that we understand that our parents never understood. So in terms of how I view my, myself as a parent, you know, growing up in this country and learning the system of this country, um, that taught me a lot on how I raise my children and how I, you know, uh, uh, you know, teach them and mold them and educate them and things like that. So again, I I'm firm when I have to be, because at the same time, you do have to put that foot down and let them know like, Hey, you know, this is dad, 
This isn't your friend at school. But at the same time, I'm soft when I have to be to know that, you know, I'm not alienating them from coming to me or seeing me as someone who they can come to to talk or any other thing like that. Yeah. So I, I it, it's a very, very fine line in mm. terms of that balancing act. But I think I do it pretty well. Good. Good. Yeah. And and so so what does that like look like between you and your wife is your wife? Would you say that she's more of the like the hard line person or are you more of the hard line person? Or how do y'all balance that out? How do y'all balance that out? You know, funny enough, I, I think we're both. She's definitely a hardliner when she has to be, but she does it in her own way. She has her own style. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm hard and I'm firm when I have to be, and I have my own style, mm-hmm. but it all, you know, kind of adds up into a, like a perfect potpourri blend of parenting, if that makes sense. Right. Okay. Because there's, you know, there's, a, there's a way that she would, you know, she gets her point across and her message across and the kids respond to it. And then there's a way I get my message across and the kids respond to that. Like, for example, you know, with my daughter and my son, I don't even have to say a word. I give them a look. They know what it is. Right. Whereas sometimes my wife, she got to say, hey, you know, she actually has to become vocal. Right. And then they'll respond. Right. So at the same time, we achieve the same effect. Just we take different routes to get there. OK. So, okay. Yeah. It's it, it, it's it's a it's a very, you know, uh, mixed approach, but it's effective. OK. All right. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that's you know, I I feel like that's similar to how it is in our in our house. I yeah. do. I find myself being more of the stringent parent more often than not. Yeah. Uh, I think my wife likes to be the fun parent, but um, you know, we make it work. We make it work oh, over here. We make, so. Hey, like I said, there has. But you know, you know what it is, BJ. There has to be. It, it, think about it like this. You know that saying where they say opposites attract, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine if two parents were the same exact way. Yeah. Would, would that message be received by the kids? No, it would be something would get lost in translation, right? Exactly. Then, you know, because, exactly. you know, you don't even know what way your kid learns until they start exactly. to grow, right? So exactly. yeah. if you both the same, you might be talking in a way that your kid doesn't even... They will never comprehend. Right, right, right. No matter what. Exactly. Right. So I I hear that. So let me ask you this. So, you know, you guys, six year, almost six year old and a two year old, two and a half year old, right? A little bit more than a two and a half year old now. And um, so you guys have been doing this for a little while now. You've been parenting for a little while now. You've been looking at each other like, what are we doing here? How did did this happen? You know, what is going on with these kids? Uh, We're doing a great job. We're doing a bad job. Whatever it is, those conversations that you guys are having. What are some things that you wish you knew about parenting before your first kid was born? Wow. Um, another loaded question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would say, you know, you really, you really don't know until you have to do it. Mm. That like, you know, it's 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 one thing when you're the kid and you have your mom or your dad and, you know, you're the child and your parents are there. They're taking care of you. They're doing it. Now you grow. You now establish your own family. But 
you never really know what to expect in terms of what type of a parent you're going to be or what what to do as a parent until you actually have the child. I you know I, I refer to it as the it, 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 it's 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 a college without graduation. There's no <laughs> there's no graduating this course at all because it's it's something that continuously will evolve no matter how for the for the duration of the lifespan of your children. It's true. You know, because they're gonna go from stage to stage to stage and you actually have to evolve with them in order to parent them effectively. Hence why there's no graduation. So I would I I, I would say Honestly, I really didn't know what to expect until I became a parent. And it's like, you, you got to learn on the job. I mean, you do have examples because you know how your parents were with you. Right. And that's really all you have on going in. You're like, you know what? My dad was like this. My mom was like that. But together they were both like this. And, you know, some of the things you like, you say, you know what? I'm going to be like that with my children. Some of the things you don't like, you're like, you know what? I'm definitely not doing this with my kids. Right. right? But you still don't know until the child comes and then you find that niche. And then you say, okay, this is where, this is my lane in terms of what I took from my mom, what I took from my dad and what I would like to implement as a dad. Right. Or as a mom. Right. So it's like, again, perfect blend of so many different things, but you never really know until the child, until you actually are in it before you can, it's on the job training, yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah, that's 100% true. I mean, yeah. it is on a job training uh, or on the job mess up, not train, you know, there's no training, <laughs> right? There's no, there's no, there's a, there's a lot of books for this, but not all kids are the same. Not right? all kids are the same. So so understanding what, the, your, what your individual child needs is, is a really important uh, thing that you need to, you know, spend time figuring out, okay, who is this child? What do they need from me? Right. Exactly. The personalities, they're so different, you know, again, and that's, that's going to vary based on the the amount of kids. I have two, my son and my daughter are completely different Mm -hmm. people. You know, my son has his tendencies. My daughter has her tendencies. So being able to understand, like you said, know and understand each child, you know, lends credence to how you parent both, individually and collectively so yeah so so this is you know this is daddy confessions right the idea behind this podcast is that then we just want to i want to talk about parenting from a father's perspective so as a father obviously this is your perspective but my question my question to you is what are some things that you are most concerned about um, in terms of raising your children as a father? I would say, honestly, um, seeing the, the way the world is right now, what, what are we, are we in gen, this gen Z, they call it right. Gen Z. I don't know. I can't keep up with that. We, I think it's, I don't know, gen X, Y, Z, something, whatever. Yeah. But either way, the way the world is right now and seeing that I'm a, I'm a parent of young children, young black children, for that matter, mm-hmm. um, there's so many, so many things you just have to be concerned about. And, you know, your job, my job is saying, how do I bring these children up 
in a way that will ensure that they're still going to be here. And I mean that in so many different ways, Um, you know, not to get political, but, you know, you know, young black children are getting shot for no reason. Right. 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 You know, kids are, are committing suicide at such a drastic rate, you know, from being bullied in school for either what they have on or what they don't have, or, you know, things of that sort, self-esteem issues and all of these things. Kids are just running and flocking towards drugs and alcohol and all this. So there's just so many deterrents and you're just like, wow. When it was my, when I was growing up, I mean, yes, these things were still there, but it wasn't at such an alarming rate. We actually remember playing with our friends and going home when the lights went down and, you know, went out and, you know, being able to talk to our parents and things of that sort. Now, you know, it's complete detachment. Everybody's in their own world and nobody talks to anybody. Video games are basically raising children. You know, social media is conditioning the minds of these children. And so there's just so many things. So my greatest concern is I just want to know that I, my, I did a good job because you don't know what's going to happen in 5, 10, 20 years in terms of how these kids are going to turn out. Yeah. We've seen all that because, again, truth be told, we're not with them 24 seven. They go to school. They're in daycare. They have friends. They pick up things. They learn. They imitate, you know, and you just want to say, God, I, I hope these children don't bring something home that I can't break or I can't get them to, you know, put out, you know, and. Right. Yeah, those to me are just like the greatest concerns based on the current time that we live in. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. So Isaac, man, uh, you know, love the love the answers you've been giving so far. It's it's great talking to you about what it's like being a dad um, and raising kids, right? So now let's talk a little bit about uh, what what life was like. And I know, you know everybody not talking about COVID no more, right? We kind of moving away from COVID, but, yeah. but you got a COVID baby. Uh, tell me, mm. <laughs> tell me, tell me what is it, what was it like raising your kids during, during COVID? Ooh, man, that was tough. You know, <laughs> a lot, a lot was happening around that time. Um, my son was actually born this September. So what lockdown, we actually went into quarantine in March of 2020. Mm-hmm. My son was born in September of 2019. So that's what, maybe what, six months? Yeah, yeah. About roughly five, six months. Um, like everybody was holding the baby, you know, and, yeah, in the baby yeah. face. And then he was uh, like, back so up off me. <laughs> it, was, it was difficult. And then, you know, around that same time was when we um, we closed on our home, mm. you know, purchasing our home. So you go from having literally a newborn, three, four, five month old, right? To having a, you know, you, you close on your home, you have to move, you gotta, you know, and then the whole world shuts down. Right. So that means kids are home, you're home, um, you're trying to figure out work, work life balance, work life situations. How am I going to work with these kids here? How am I going to, so there was so much going on, but 
luckily um for us my my daughter's school at the time or her daycare at the time you know they actually uh were open wow okay yeah they were open and you know they were like hey listen we're not every day they would hire they spent a lot of money they would hire um you know a professional uh sanitation company to come and sanitize the building, everything, every, and I'm talking about, you know, people now do it, what, once a month or yeah. twice a month. They were doing it every day, yeah. right? To ensure that everything was healthy, was sanitized, and, you know, to mitigate the chances of your children, you know, catching something and, you know, uh, bringing it home. So um, that actually helped a lot because a lot of kids, we're still not going. So it was only my daughter and maybe two other people, right. <laughs> two okay. other people, uh, which was good. Um, you know, it actually did give us a break. So, but in still with trying to manage them in the pandemic at the same time, it was tough because there was, you know, the world was shut down. There was right. nowhere for you to really go. Right. You couldn't take them to, you, you can't go to restaurants. You can't go to the park. You can't go so many things like your typical way of life was, was just taken away from you. Yeah. So, you know, you just have to figure out innovative ways to keep them entertained while dealing with everything else that was going on. And that's pretty much what we did. You know, like we took them to the backyard and we invested so much in outdoor activities and trying to keep them engaged or, you know, seeing that, our options were extremely limited. Right, right. Now, obviously, you know, things are are better now, right? The world is, is is opening up. We are in a kind of different place. I mean, some people have had COVID several times. Uh, <laughs> you know, you've been vaccinated. You can still get COVID, all that kind of good stuff, right? But but tell me, outside of COVID, so let's, let's put COVID to the side for a second. Yeah. What, what would you say has been... Um, you know, one or two things that has, has, you know, that, you, that have worried you most uh, or that you find that worry you in raising your kids? Uh, I would say, um, you know, just that fear of not knowing what might happen every given day. Mm. You know, um, let's just, you know what it is? We live in a world right now. You don't, you, you, nobody is certain of anything anymore right. in the world we live in. Right. It's like, especially as a parent, it's like, you know, child abductions are at an all time high. Hmm. It's like you send your kid to school, you send your child to school, to daycare, and then there's a possibility that they might not come back, right. you know, and that not because of anything of your doing, but it's almost like just the way of the world that we're living in. It's like, you don't know what can happen at any given time. So to me, I would say that's the biggest fear. And, you know, we are a spiritual family and, you know, we do pray and we do say, you know, we do commit these children into the hands of God every day, you know, because, hey, we're not the ones controlling ourselves. You right. know, right. there is a higher power watching over us. And, you know, I'm my biggest fear, again, not to make it, 
you know, political or religious or anything like that. But my biggest fear was just not knowing what might happen Mm -hmm. because, you know, again, my kids are young, very young. And, you know, they're, this is the age where a lot of these children go missing for days, weeks, months, sometimes permanently. So, you know, having that fear of, Hey, you know, are they even going to be, am I even going to see them tonight? You know, that to me is the biggest worry. So every day they come home, I always make sure I give them the biggest hug. I give them the biggest kiss and I say, Hey, and I'm just grateful. And I'm thankful that I have them, you know, some there somewhere in this country today, somebody woke up with their child and right now their child is missing. Right. You understand? And that's a tough thing to live with. Right. Like, yeah. To understand that you are the parent and you can't protect your your child. You can't. And, that, exactly. you know, you, you try to do everything you possibly can. And somehow, some way, something you're left, you're yeah. rendered helpless. Yeah. 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 That's that's tough. And that's, you know, obviously that's one of not obviously, but it is it's one of my worries as well. Like I, I, I worry about that often, you know, like, you know, is this. And I don't I don't worry about it from the perspective of, you know, they're going to walk outside and they, they're not going to come back. But yeah. I worry about, you know, am I am I that I tell them that I love them that day? Yeah. You know, yeah. It, did, uh, do they understand Do they know that no matter what their parents. It's, yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's those are the kind of things that I think about often as well. I think those are. Sure. Those, you know, so it's very valid, valid worry, valid concern as a, as a parent. Um, so, you know, I guess I got a couple more questions for you. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, I really just want to kind of end on a um, on a happy note. Right. So what has been your favorite part so far of being a, a parent? Income income tax time. <laughs> And I'm being dead serious. I'm not, I'm not even going to miss words. Income tax time is the best. When we file and that check comes, it makes it all worth it. Man, well. Income tax time. No, I mean, you know, again, I'm just, you know, I'm being funny. But for me, that is a part of it, though, for real, though. Part of it. But for me, the, the best part um, is just knowing that your children, admi- you know, respect and admire you, mm-hmm. right? So I, I, I can't picture a world where, you know, my kids don't worship the ground I walk, walk on as their dad, right? That would break my heart because I know that I do, I'm not even, first and foremost, as a parent, I, you, it, it takes a, a, a significant amount of sacrifice to even be a parent. Right. Because you have to put aside your wants, your needs for the sake of your children. Right. I always tell people, if you are not ready to sacrifice, you're not ready to be a parent. Any man can father a child. But if you're putting your needs and your wants over your children, you're not ready to be a parent. Right. I'm sorry that might hurt some people that might offend you, but I don't care. It's just the truth. Okay. Being a parent is it requires 
a, such a, an intense level of sacrifice because you have to get to the point where you got to realize you're not living for yourself anymore. You're living for your children. You know, BJ, your your boys, you're living for your boys. Yeah. Anything can happen to you, God forbid. But God forbid nothing happens to the boys. Right. You understand? Because then it'll hit you different. So to me, I, you know, it, it the hardest part, I, I, I want to say not the hardest part, but the best part is, you know, well, yeah, the hardest part is knowing that, you know, all given all that I sacrificed for my kids, I work very hard, you know, to provide a very decent lifestyle for my children. You know, they, they want for nothing. They lack nothing. Um, but then knowing that all of that, you know, is unappreciated or they don't value it, or they don't see that all I'm doing is for them. Right. You know, that, that to me would be the hardest thing for me to swallow. Um, Thank goodness I don't have that problem because my children, you know, the relationship I have with them both individually and collectively is, you know, it's so strong. It's like when I'm not around, I'm like, where's that? Where's that? You know, that, you know, I'm, I'm my kids love my wife and I immensely. And to me, that makes everything worth it. So if God forbid I ever get to a place where, you know, they don't value me or value what I do for them as a dad, that that definitely might be the hardest thing for me. Yeah. I, no, I hear you. I feel you on that one. That's, uh, you know, really important piece, you know, being able to to have that uh, uh, connection with your kids where you can, sure. you know, you look at them and they're like, oh, well, you know, you know, daddy said this or mommy mm-hmm. said that or you know, they, they kind of hang on your, on your every word, every good, word. good and yeah. bad. And, uh, <laughs> and that they, you know, that they look to you to give them, um, guidance on what they should do next. And, and at some point that's going to change. Um, nope. but what you want to do is really create an environment where they, you can try to limit that as much as possible, right? Where they, where they feel comfortable enough bringing things to you and, and talking to you and that your opinion matters Absolutely. so much to them that yeah. uh, even when you're not saying anything, they hear your voice. That's a fact. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I, I love that. I love that a lot. That's, that's fantastic. So um, one last thing I always try to ask dads when they come on here, if there's any, nugget of information they would like to share with you know possible fathers uh fathers to be uh people who've been uh who just don't know what they're doing what they whatever you know any nuggets of uh of fatherhood of parenting that you want to share with the listeners out there yeah um to me i would say the two most important pieces of advice I would give. Uh, number one, I already, you know, spoke a little bit about it is just, just make sure you're ready. Make sure you are in the perfect place. Well, not the perfect place because we're never going to be in the perfect place in life, but make sure you're in a good space where you're ready to be a parent. Like, like I said, any man can father a child, right? but not every man is cut out to be a dad. You understand being a father is one of the most sacred gifts that 
is entrusted to a man. And if you're not ready to take on that mantle, then you might as well just not even bother, you know, it, it because, you know, the, the, the expectation is it's a lot to live up to. Right. So, you know, to me, I would say the first thing is just make sure you're ready. Make sure you're in a good space. And what do I mean by that? You know, again, sacrifice. If you're not ready to sacrifice, because again, you're going to make money, right? But your child is going to need diapers. You're going to need baby formula. You're going to need braces. You're going to need all these things that come with the package. And guess where, guess who's funding that? You are. Right. So if you're trying to put your PS5 and your rims above your baby formula and your diapers, unfortunately, you're not ready to be a parent. You're not ready to be a father. You yeah. know, so, again, sacrifice. And your That's kid, your kids going to need a lot of shoes, a lot uh, of papers, a lot of clothes. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> just wait till their feet keep getting bigger. That's right. That's right. You know? That's right. Um, you know, so that's the first thing. Then I would say the second thing is, you know, again, I'm going to I'm going to go left with this, but um, I feel it's very important for everybody who's listening to be able to think about this. Also, take into account, take into consideration who you have children with. Mm. A lot of times you see, again, you know, people I know this is a PG show, so I'll keep it PG. (laughs) But a lot of times a lot of people don't seem to take into account who they're laying down with is. right because remember it takes two to tango right how many chromosomes are in a human body right i believe is what 42 20 what 46 is it 46 you asking me science I, yeah no. 23 23 23 from you 23 from that's right us, so 46 right? i think you're right i think you're right 46 yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's seventh grade eighth grade <laughs> right so Half of that human being is you. Right. And half of that human being is your spouse or your mate or your partner. So, you know, a lot of times people don't take into account who am I having children with? Study that person. Do you like the traits of that person? Do you like the personality? Do you love that person? Do you don't do you not like that person? Do you are you attracted to that person? Are you, do you see yourself having, you know, there's so many different questions that we can ask ourselves. One can ask themselves about who it is that they're choosing to procreate with. Right. Right. But a lot of times I feel like those questions get negated because, you know, for the immediate pleasure of having a child And and then next thing, you know, they regret it down the line. And, uh, what was that Kanye line? 18 years, 18 years. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Something like that. And look so, at him. Look at him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, so that to me is is the to me the two most important things. Again, one has to reflect within themselves and say, hey, am I ready to be a father? Am I ready to sacrifice my wants, my needs for said child? Or and two, okay, this person who I've chosen to procreate with, do I feel good about them? Do I feel like they would make an adequate partner for us to parent a child with? You know, so um, I think if people took the time to really answer those questions, really, really take a deep dive and intricately 
talk within themselves and ask themselves these questions, um, a lot of things would be different in terms of how, you know, children, you know, are, are, you know, not just conceived, but how they're brought up and, you know, raised. And it, it goes, it's to me, it's like a domino effect, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I, you know, it's interesting because I, I've been thinking a lot lately about that exact uh, idea, right? Like how people end up, you know, raising kids or not raising kids and what happens to those kids when they're in situations that are not good ones, right? When you know, you have a parent who's yep. not engaged, when you, you know, when you have two people who shouldn't have had a kid together because they can't stand each other, you know, <sighs> you know, when you have parents who have kids and absolutely neglect those kids just mm-hmm. off rip. Like everything mm-hmm. that they do is not even they selfish, right? So they are more selfish than selfless. And so they don't they don't even consider the needs uh-huh. of the child at all. Right. And so uh-huh. all of those kids, all of those situations where a child is brought into the world and not the parents are not able to or willing to uh, give themselves fully to raising that child, you can see it in yeah. the the children who are, you know, having trouble in school. You can see yep, it. Yep. And you, you know, you can see it in the kids who are um, you know, unfortunately ends up end up incarcerated in some situations. You can see it in, you know, the the unfortunately the women who end up on the street sometimes, right? Like um, people end up on the street. It's just it's, it's bad situation after bad situation because we are not <clears throat> ready to do our part as parents, right? We go through the process of procreating, but we are not ready to uh, help that little person be able to live in society. Um, to we're not ready in that little person for the world, right? It's like, you know, you think about animals that bear their kids, then the kids just get up and run off on their own, right? That ain't how humans work. We can't even walk, right? So we need somebody to take care of us, right? And so because of that, um, when when we don't get that, when we don't, when we're not taken care of, that's when you you see people go uh, absolutely in the wrong direction. Yep. So, well, Isaac, man, thank you uh, for this. Thank you for for chatting with me. This has been awesome. Always love connecting with you, man. This is uh, we don't we don't do this enough. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do some more for sure. For um, sure. You know, maybe even uh, I, you know, I'm thinking about it. I haven't. This might be the first time I say it out loud. Maybe doing some some lives for, with with some some people getting some people on and just having some chats or whatever. So yeah. um, you know, I, I I'll definitely keep you in mind if that if that ever comes along. You let me know how you feel about that. Anything oh, uh, anything else you want to say to the people before I let you go? Hey, you know, um, guys, it it, it it you know I know we definitely touched on a lot, but again it's not all morbid, right? right? Being a parent is actually pretty fun. It's cool. It's cool. I think BJ, you can attest to this. 
um, I'm enjoying it because you actually learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. So don't think of it as a burden. Don't think of it as a, as a, as some sort of a shackle, you know, um, it's really not. It's actually one of the best experiences of my life because I've learned so much about myself, you know, in being able to father these two children uh, that I, I myself wasn't even aware of that, you know, I had these abilities and things of that sort. So it's actually a very, 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 you know, self-awareness uh, reflection kind of thing where, you know, you learn so much about yourself and you actually enjoy it. You enjoy the process. Um, if you're fully committed, if you're fully dedicated, it's not, it's really not bad. So I don't want everyone to kind of have the wrong idea or wrong impression. I know we said a lot during this, this part, this episode, but, um, you know, it's, it's actually pretty fun. It's pretty cool. And, you know, you just have to make it your own. Um, you know, establish that relationship with your, with your kids, you know, once you get that relationship established with them early and, you know, it's, it's, it's really an enjoyable experience. So I just don't want anyone to kind of get the wrong idea. Like, Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) You're right. You're right. I love being a dad. I love being a dad. I love it too. I enjoy it. It's absolutely, it's, it's, it's the most fun in my, in my life right now, for sure. Um, Matter of fact, Probably even I, you know, I wasn't like you. I wasn't out in the streets like you was before you. Hit me. Uh, listen, <laughs> listen, man. I was, I was roaming the block. <laughs> but you know, but again, you know, it's funny you said that because I'm just gonna add this last point before we go. But again, it, 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 it comes down to that word, that sacrifice. If you know, I again, I had a pretty good life. I, I enjoyed my my single years, right? my pre years before being a dad, but you know, when you, when you choose to grow in this, in this element, in this manner, you're going to have to put some of those things. You got to say, well, you know, do I really enjoy having a good time and going out more than, and if you do, then again, unfortunately, I'm sorry, you're not really ready to be a dad (laughs) because the level of sacrifice that has to be given, you just can't even, think about so it it just kind of comes back full circle yeah. but again it's not that bad I, it's just a it's really a fun experience and i enjoy it yeah yeah thank you all right isaac man thank you so much for being here for talking for sure. to me you know for all those nuggets of uh of truth and uh and and, and important information for all the parents out there i really do appreciate that man don't for, forget the income tax too. Don't That's forget the, the don't income, forget yeah, the income you know tax. Now, he make it when sound that real check good. Clears, boy, woo, <laughs> the IRS be looking real nice. <laughs> Man, keep that in mind for sure, for sure. <laughs> and uh, and for all you all listening to Daddy Confessions, thank you as always. Uh, you all make this work. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And Isaac, again, thank you, sir, for being My here. Pleasure. Yeah, man, and. Uh, Love you guys. Uh, tune in. As always, catch Daddy Confessions on everything on all your podcast apps. Peace. Thanks for listening to Daddy Confessions. 
Check out the show notes for more information about some of the things that we talk about on the podcast and for how to reach me if you would like to be on the podcast. If you like what you heard, click subscribe, share it with a friend, and don't forget to give us a five-star rating and drop a review on your favorite podcast app. If you would like to support this podcast, follow the link in the show notes to, to donate and keep this podcast going. Again, thank you for listening. And until next time, remember to make time for yourself and your family. Peace.